I'm pissed. I'm very upset. And I'm very hot under the collar and very passionate about the last two people to have mugshots and turn themselves in to Fulton County. We're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I'm pissed. I'm very upset. And I'm very hot under the collar and very passionate about the last two people to have mugshots and turn themselves in to Fulton County. Remember, President Trump was indicted along with 18 other people. We've seen the mugshots of President Trump. We've seen the mugshots of Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, Sidney Powell. And then there's some other people that we didn't know. Well, the last person they had until today to turn themselves in, Friday the 25th, the last person to turn themselves in was Pastor Stephen Cliffgard Lee. And he dressed apart for his surrender today. He's a pastor. With his booking, all 19 defendants have turned themselves in. Look at that. The sickness and the evil is beyond anything I expected to see in my lifetime in America. If I still lived in places where I've lived before, I don't know, like Mexico or Nicaragua, then yeah, I, I expect this. These things are happening, for instance, under Ortega, Daniel Ortega in Nicaragua. I would expect these types of things, but not in America. What did Clifford do? What, what, what did Pastor Stephen Cliffgard Lee do? Well, he turned himself in at the Fulton County Jail on RICO charges. His bond was set at $75,000. As we know, the DA, Fannie Willis, indicted President Trump and 18 of his, of his associates and lawyers on RICO and conspiracy charges. Cliff Guard Lee was charged with account of RICO, account of criminal attempt to commit influencing witnesses, criminal attempt to commit influencing witnesses, and conspiracy to commit solicitation of false statements in writing, conspiracy to commit election fraud. The same people that stole the election are throwing pastors in, in jail and then giving them bond for questioning. Oh, it gets worse, folks. It gets worse. This one really hits home for me. Not just as a Christian male. Hold on a second if you don't know where this is going. The pastor was charged for traveling to the home of a Fulton County election worker to have a conversation with her about what took place at the State Farm Arena after poll watchers and reporters were told to leave the tabulation room following a water pipe leak. He was also charged for assisting co-defendant and Black Voices for Trump leader Harrison Floyd in his efforts to speak with Fulton County election worker. The 70-year-old pastor posed for his mugshot in his clerical collar. 
He was also charged for assisting co-defendant and black voices for Trump leader Harrison Ford. Harrison Floyd. Sorry. I don't think any relation to George Floyd. This is the face of evil. Fulton County Judge Emily Richardson. Because the other person that suffered here is Judge Emily Richardson denied bond on Friday to Harrison Floyd, a black Voices for Trump leader. That's right. Harrison Floyd, the only black guy, the only black guy indicted by black woman Fannie Willis in the sham fourth indictment of President Trump was denied bail. These people aren't even trying to hide their hatred for black conservatives. Them kicking me off of YouTube is mild compared to what they are doing to Harrison Floyd. He was the director of Black Voices for Trump. And he's been denied bond. He has small children at home. He is not a flight risk. Wow. I wish I could say that I was making this up. Harrison Floyd is the only defendant out of 19 still in jail tonight after Democrats arrested President Trump this week for speaking out against the stolen election. Richardson won't let him out of jail. He's behind bars because he supports President Trump, so they're going to teach him a lesson. He's a black man who supports Trump. In the South, Fulton County, Georgia, you can't make this up. So many of my good white brothers and sisters are trying to overcome this false stigma that they are racist, especially my Republican and conservative ones who are Christians and worship with black Christians that were part of, I'm losing my voice, folks. This hits home. A black Trump supporter, his ass is in jail and they won't let him go. Now, there's, there's some details here we'll go through, but they're excuses. They're going to teach this black jigaboo, this sellout, this Uncle Tom, this coon, this house Negro, that he is not supposed to support Trump. Of course, the real house Negro here is Fannie Willis. Yeah, I said it. The real house Negro here is Alvin Bragg doing the bidding of their white Democrat masses. Wow. America has fallen. Boy, is she fallen. If Jesus were to come right now, I'm not as well prepared as I could be. But I wouldn't blame him. This disgusting filth evil is just, it's off the charts. Now, there's a give, send, go for Harrison Floyd. I always investigate before I give. I'm just glad that he didn't use, um, that he used give, send, go because they do support calls like this. That he didn't go to GoFundMe. But this is what it says here. Now, this is going to the Dominion Law Center. And I like it when it goes to the actual person or their family, not the law firm. But let me just read this to you. 
This is coming from the lawyer. I represented Harrison Floyd in the hoax J6 case brought by Jack Smith. In case you didn't know, Harrison Floyd is one of 19 defendants who has been victimized by Fannie Willis, a Democrat prosecutor bent on advancing her political career. Political career. I am so worked up. I am so worked up, folks. You wonder why. Total persecution and prosecution of a black Trump supporter right before our face. He's the only guy whose black hiney is in jail right now. I'll get to the details, but let's let's go through this here. It's financial. It's financial. He is being punished as a poor or struggling black Trump supporter. I, I, I don't use the word poor. In America, you are not poor. There's no poverty in America. I know some people are going to say, what? There's broke in America. America is such a great country. Poverty is not a permanent state. It's temporary. You can always come overcome poverty in America with very, very rare exceptions like, you know, you're a homeless autistic person. Kind of, kind of be hard to get past broke. But you know what I'm saying here, folks. I don't know what my temperature is under this collar, but I tell you, I'm hot under here. Harrison voluntarily flew to Georgia and voluntarily turned himself into the police. However, unlike all the other defendants, Harrison is the only black defendant and the only one who, has been, who hasn't been released. He couldn't afford a Georgia attorney, and when he asked, he was denied a lawyer. Harrison is also a veteran of America's finest. He is a United States Marine Corps disabled veteran living off a pension. And he has been treated like dirt. These people hate us. Not just me as a black Trump supporter. They hate us Americans, free-thinking Trump supporters. Trump, these are absolute evil, demonic, Luciferian, satanic devil-worshipping, treasonous, traitorous, rat bastards. Fanny will say he should have called her in advance to work out a bond, but that's what these white Democrats want her to say. She is weak. She knows he is a strong black man who was a director of Black Voices for Trump. Harrison told me that if she were a strong black woman, she'd try to lift up a strong black man, not tear him down. No, I don't even care about that. Just be fair and follow the law. But these are lawless, tyrannical, Marxist bastards. Every single one of these SOBs and daughters of Bs. There's a lot more to Harrison's story and we'll be posting more soon. Harrison does not have the resources to hire an attorney to fight a case such as this. Please help in any amount that you can to assist in his legal defense and get him out of on bond. His wife and two-year-old daughter are very worried about him at the moment and want him home. A man with a wife and a two-year-old daughter is going to be a flight risk when he on his own dime flew himself to Georgia to turn himself in. By the way, any other Harrison Floyd fund on Gifts and Go is not official and may be fraudulent. We are part of Harrison's legal team in the Jack Smith J6 investigation, but we are we are coordinating counsel in Georgia. I can guarantee this funds will go to help him with his bond and his legal defense in Georgia. 
Why is this happening? Ruby Freeman and her daughter, you know, the ones when the pipes broke in Fulton County and they well, supposedly broke and they sent everyone home and she pulled the boxes out from underneath and then they started double and triple stuffing the machine to, uh, to, to, to inflate the count for, yeah, it's because of her. Harrison Floyd, lone Georgia election RICO defendant, still in jail, denied bond by judge. Floyd charged for his part in the alleged soliciting of false statements from election worker Ruby Freeman did not have a prearranged bond. Soliciting false statements. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I'm about to blow my freaking lid here. Harrison Floyd, the lone defendant in the Georgia 2020 election RICO case, still in custody at Fulton County Jail, will remain there until he can have a full bond hearing after a judge denied bond in the first appearance today, Friday. By the way, there's no date set from what I can see in my reading. Let me refresh this. There was no date set yet for that bond hearing, by the way, and it's Friday. So his black hiney is going to be in jail for through the weekend. No arguments were heard for or against Bond. That will be left to an as yet unscheduled, there we go, full hearing before Judge Scott McAfee, who has overseen the RICO case, including Floyd, Donald Trump, and 17 other co-defendants. But Judge Emily Richardson, in making an initial Bond determination, determined Floyd would be a flight risk and a, and a risk to commit additional felonies if he is out on bail. Speaking to the judge without representation, unusual in a first appearance proceeding, Floyd disagreed he was a flight risk. I, this is what he said. I got on a plane. I voluntarily came here. I am already here on federal pretrial supervision. He's referring to a case from earlier this year in which an FBI tried to serve him subpoena papers and there was some kind of shove, shoving going on. So, and and he, now he has an assault charge. I don't remember the details of this, but maybe he didn't know that it was an FBI guy trying to serve him with a subpoena. in which he is charged with assaulting an FBI agent who was serving him a subpoena for a federal grand jury in D.C. I had no issues on being on pretrial supervision. There's no way I'm a flight risk. I showed up here before the president was here. He got there before the president was there, was denied bond, and is still there because he's a flight risk. But he coordinated with his, pre, with his other supervision to even be there. It's not yet clear why Floyd, unlike the other 18 co-defendants in the Georgia case, didn't have a prearranged bond before turning himself in, though it may be connected to the federal charge. The purpose of the first appearance hearing the judge informed him was merely to inform him of his rights and the charges against him. Floyd said he had requested a public defender and was denied, though it was unclear why. He was denied a public defender. Probably because no one is going to want to take the case they will get disbarred and lose their license in Georgia because that's how the machine works. This lawfare is unfair. And it is a type of warfare against America and her citizens. The judge informed him that he, that he could hire legal representation if he doesn't qualify for a public defender. Though Floyd said he believed that it would cost him tens of thousands to retain a lawyer given the charges he faces, and he said he could not afford to go into such debt as he takes care of his daughter. It's unclear when Floyd might appear before Judge McAfee and if he will represent himself doing so. Floyd faces three counts in the Georgia election RICO indictment.
He talked to Ruby Freeman, the one that, because he helped steal the election in Fulton County, right before our freaking eyes, people, we saw her stuffing the machines and counting ballots multiple times. No one in there watching. They supposedly closed it down because of water leak and they worked overnight and then all of a sudden a bump for Joe Biden. We freaking saw the crime before our eyes. And Biden gave her a presidential medal for helping him get elected. And now this black man, his ass is in jail right now for exposing the crime, for, for trying to get a statement from her. Him and Pastor Lee. From the Associated Press, also known as Willie Lewis Floyd III, he serves as director of Black Voices for Trump and is accused of recruiting Stephen Lee to arrange a meeting with election worker Ruby Freeman and Chicago-based publicist uh, Cuddy. Freeman was in the midst of a harassment campaign by those falsely accusing her of fraud. F falsely accusing... 11, uh, 11 news in, 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 in Atlanta? Freaking ridiculous. Falsely accusing her of what, folks? Falsely accusing her of what we all saw with our own freaking damn eyes. This is satanic evil at its highest. This is demonic possession where you're not, you're not supposed to believe your lying eyes and ears. You're supposed to believe the Satanists and their forked tongue lies. Accusing her, uh, falsely accusing her of fraud that the whole entire world could see. Isn't that rich? Free was in the midst of a harassment campaign by those falsely accusing her of fraud. Well, it was fraud. I shouldn't have put my. Uh, I'm hot in the collar, folks. I got to be 107 degrees under this collar right now. Prosecutors charged Floyd Lee and Cuddy with trying to manipulate her under charges including conspiracy to commit solicitation of false statements and writings influencing witnesses. Witnesses to what? Witnesses to what? There's no crime, supposedly. This whole thing has me sick. I'll be back later. We're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.